go. Yes, everybody, back again for another episode of Don's Pinball Podcast, episode 11 coming to you. And you know, I was thinking, am I even going to do a podcast today? But then the news started dropping as the day went on. I've got a ton of stuff to get forward to, and you all are going to just love it. It's just fantastic. Let's get it after the drop. Hope you guys like enthusiasm, because that's what I'm bringing today. Man, on this show, we've got that spooky stream that finally happened yesterday. Did you guys see that? I sure did, and your boys got some hot takes for you. I've got news from around the horn with Pinball Brothers. I got uh, Jersey Jack. I got, what is it, you want Chicago Gaming Company? Because I got that too. All that and more. If we could first stop and recognize, uh, just like your boys podcasted, guys, Together, me and you, listener, we are now charting at number 81 on Apple Podcasts in the game section in the United States. Give it up for your guy one more time. Oh, and also, I have to mention, we are number 275 in the same category in Australia. So thank you, Australian listeners. I'm going to make some inroads. I'm going to make it back, and I'm going to give that love straight Back to you, because that is fan-flippin-tastic. And speaking of flipping, we're back with our boys from Spooky Pinball in Wisconsin. They came through with that live stream. Watch the whole thing. It was great. So four guys from Spooky. Bug was there, Spooky Luke, DJ, and the guy in the red top. <laughs> uh, so they played a four-person game of scooby-doo and they live streamed with the entire play field so we could really see what's going on and it answered a ton of questions that i had and i'm sure other people did too now from the reactions that i've seen i've seen a lot of positivity coming a lot of people that were on the fence waiting for that gameplay footage waiting to see kind of where the code is at what the animations look like we got it all we got all of it even me, um, I was looking forward to this game. My concerns and issues that I had, uh, you know, love the art, layout looked great, but I was wondering, A, with no pop bumpers, what's the side-to-side action going to be like? And then B, with those little uh, U-turn ramps or U-turn shots, uh, sling rounds, what are they called? Anyway, I was thinking, are these just two uh, you know, like uh, Rick and Morty kind of shots where they're just going to be really fast? Um, I like the fan layout. I mean, it's just if looking down the play field from the left side at the base of that upper play field, it's just shot, 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 ramp, shot, 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 the spinner. Um, so it turns out watching them hit those, number one, they weren't bricking the shots. None of the guys really did that. I mean, so I like the shots are fairly tuned in and sweet. I like that. I can probably dial them in on the spot on the flipper that you need to hit to get each one of those for all of the different modes. But it looked like when the ball was going out, these little U-turn slingshot, whatever ramps or corridors, um, they were taking a while to go up come around the horn and come back out again. They were almost acting like uh, orbits, really. Um, maybe not quite as long as a full back of the playfield orbit shot, but these were acting like regional orbits. So I think the um, shots do go back a fair distance in the uh, underneath that upper playfield, which we haven't really seen what the layout looks like underneath there. You know, They really weren't able to take it off and show us. And both the left one and the right one are both acting like those uh, kind of medium sized orbits which that's fantastic because you can get that same orbit feel i mean they look like really satisfying shots the one on the left side 
is also the one that has that uh, hidden subway that can open up and you shoot your ball in there and then it'll disappear and uh, follow a subway, which I think it'll go over to uh, where the multi-balls lock in the Scooby-Doo mystery machine. So fantastic. I like that. The other thing I saw was a lot of back and forth action in the mid play field. So without having a pop bumper, there are three slings. There's the two down at the bottom. Uh, in the traditional format. And then there's another one in the upper right. And I don't think there's another one on the left, but it can bounce off those banks of six total drop targets. And so I was seeing some back and forth, but what I didn't see was back and forth and then dropping in the outlades. So for me, I consider myself a moderate pinball player. I mean, um, I can play well enough that I don't completely embarrass myself in a tournament, but I'm nowhere, you know, getting billies on rush yet. Uh, but for me, it look, that looks like the right amount of difficulty and the right amount of satisfying shots for my play style and uh, for my wife's play style. It's like that, too. What else did we see? That bookcase shot. When I first saw that, I really didn't know what to make of a giant weird flipper until I saw it being played. So you can see this in the video. Um, if you just shoot the center ramp and don't touch anything, it'll switch right around and come down that blue Fred wire form. However, if you hold the left flipper as it comes up the center ramp, it'll swing off that bookcase shot. And from there, if you let go right away, it looks like it'll fling the ball over towards the two passages on the right side of the upper play field. So that looks cool. I was seeing a lot of back and forth. I saw what I did see was some long ball times on the upper play field, which if you've played Halloween or Ultraman with its two upper play fields, you don't generally get a long ball time up there. They tend to drain fairly quickly, which makes them super challenging. But with a Scooby upper play field, it looks like with that center post between the uh, uh, the empty space between the two flippers on that upper field, it looks like you can get some decent bounce. You can get some bounce to the ounce out of that. And then you can go up and hit the Captain Cutler head, get that Captain Cutler multi-ball, sling the ball over to the uh, Black Knight uh, passageway or the uh, minor 49er uh, into the mine shot. So that was great. I got to see a little bit of the uh, the apron lock and the apron arms throwing the ball in the play field. So you guys, if you haven't checked out Spooky Pinball's new Scooby-Doo Where Are You machine that they are currently in production of, there's now a streaming video, just Spooky Pinball Scooby-Doo on YouTube. You'll find it. Uh, it was great. Um, it, it makes me want more longer streams so I can really see how these modes play out. Honestly, it makes me can't wait till I get this guy in my house so I can do those shots myself. So that was cool. Oh, uh, the Pinball Awards. If you guys heard about this? They're streaming, I think, right now as I record this. They're giving out prizes. So as soon as I'm done with this podcast, I'm popping on there so I can hopefully win something. One of the prizes was the Playfield for Scooby-Doo, where are you? And they showed a picture of it. And that really showed graphics underneath the upper play field, something that you would probably never see during gameplay. But the orbit shots, it looks like there was uh, some corridor passageways or staircases or something painted on the play field in a place that most players aren't ever going to see, but may indicate that it's actually going back with those orbits all the way to the back of the play field and then back up. So that's fun. I'm going to take another look at that because I bet there's a clue in there about where the hidden subway entrances are too. So I'll go look at that. Um, the straight down the middle flipping out guys had a picture of that and other play fields. Um, so um, now that I'm off work, I'm going to go and take a look and see some more high res detail to get an inkling on what's exactly going on under that play field. So thanks spooky. You're dominating my newscast because you're dominating the market, dropping the news nuggets. We love it. Uh, also, uh, just a quick, uh, with that live stream in the back, I counted 43, uh, Scooby-Doo pinball machines, which look to be nearly complete in production. So 
go spooky. It's the end of uh, January. You were saying you'd get 30 games out by the end of January. And looks, I'm seeing 43 that look ready for final assembly. So way to go, guys. Kudos to you. What else do I got? Uh, Pinball Brothers. I got a little bit of news from them. They have been, sh- they're pretty active on social media and on Facebook. So I'm following them now. But the Pinball Brothers are building Queen. Um, they're building machines at about 40 to 60 a month right now, per their interactions in the comments. Uh, right now, they're doing that with Alien. They haven't hit that with Queen. They say there's still some bottlenecks in production. Totally understandable. But those Rhapsody editions are being put together. And I've played one. And, you know, just see, anytime I see pinball like that all lined up, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I kind of want to play it. Um, if there was a way to snap my fingers and get one down here, get an early review copy, man, fantastic, that would be. So Queens are in production. So I know there's a lot of comments on, you know, this game. How is it going to stack up on all the other great things we're going to get in the next two or three months? That remains to be seen. But these people are making them. I think they're going to go out. I did leave a comment. And I was asking where they're building because... Aren't they built in Italy or was it uh, the Spanish company? Oh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. It's the one that they just merged with to form the Euro Pinball Company. So Pinball Brothers are putting queens together. JJP number eight. So there was a rumor um, from a week or so ago that uh, JJP eight would be released or there'll be some info or something coming in next month. And here we are at the end of January. It's the 28th as I record this. 21st, I think, is a date that I saw one week before my birthday. What better present than a new Jersey Jack machine? Number eight is coming out. Rumored to be Godfather. Also rumored that Godfather is a decoy name and it's actually going to be something else. Uh, Nobody can say for sure because this is still in the rumor category and nothing official has come out. But I've been hearing Godfather pretty consistently. And the one thing that I've been responding with that is if it is Godfather, I can't wait to see what they did with the Godfather theme to make a pinball machine. Are there going to be hot rails in there? Those LED hot rail lights and images? Um, are there going to be movie clips? Is this going to be a somber game? Is this an action game? Are we playing a character in the movie? I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I would do with this theme. Um, I would probably do a knockoff Sopranos because I'm not a pinball designer. So I'm curious to see you know, what the theme of this is. How do you access the modes? Are there mechanisms? Is there a severed horse head? Is that going to be the topper? So many questions I have on JJP8 doing The Godfather. So uh, apparently it's Godfather, the movie's 50th anniversary. So <laughs> I I don't think they would do, repeat this mistake and do Godfather 3 as a solo. Either they do a trilogy or they're focusing on the first movie. I think that's the two best ways to go at it if you're going to do this. These people are more talented than I am, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm fans of them. I want to see what they do with that license, if that is the theme. What else could it be, Godfather? What else is a Godfather? Uh, maybe it's just a, a different gangster theme. I don't know. We're going to find out. Another rumor that popped up. I heard three things, okay, for this next one. I heard Pulp Fiction, Chicago Gaming Company, Texas Pinball Festival. What does that mean? Are we going to see an approved and completely built reveal at Texas Pinball Festival next, well, not next month, in March, in in mid to late March? Possibly. I mean, that's what the rumor is, so that's what I'm reporting. Um, uh, There was another rumor nugget I got passed along to me, too, that Quentin Tarantino, the guy that created and directed Pulp Fiction, has signed off on the design. Uh, Just adding more credence to the pile. We still don't know for sure until anything's revealed. I haven't heard anything official from Chicago Gaming Company. 
Um, hopefully they get those cactus canyons out. I, I hope they fix whatever problem in the production they were having. Maybe it was supply line getting plastic on the toppers, but, uh, I've, I keep hearing this Pulp Fiction, Chicago Gaming Company. I kind of think they have enough other things in the pipeline, but maybe they would add this one too. We will find out whether or not in March at the Texas Pinball Festival. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, um, oh, okay. Uh, a, a housekeeping note. Okay, so for this podcast, I did do a live stream earlier in the week. Just came home. I was feeling it. I just wanted to interact. I figured I'd pop on for 10 to 15 minutes and see if anybody joined. And join they did. We had about 17 people throughout the podcast. I ended up going that, well, it was a podcast, a live stream. I did that Facebook Live for about an hour and 25 minutes. Um, I had my antics. I talked about pinball. I talked about some of my other interests, which travel, theme parks, the themed entertainment industry. Um, there's a lot of, there's a Venn diagram between themed entertainment, theme parks, and pinball. And I think I opposites right there in the middle. Um, so I had a uh, listener ask, you know, to do this on a more consistent basis and maybe announce it ahead of time. So before I get to that, uh, do you guys want to get at me at Don's Pinball Podcast at gmail.com or on the Facebook page at Don's Pinball Podcast or pop over, click the link from the Facebook page and join us in the Discord and let me know, is there a day of the week that works for, you know, sitting there and watching a live stream? Um, the good thing about the live streams is they live on afterwards too. So it's kind of a visual podcast that's all kind of off the cuff, but there is some interaction with it too if you happen to catch it live. So what days would work for you guys? Um, I was thinking something in the evening, you know, between 5 to 8 p.m. I tend to work, uh, days I am working, I usually get off around 7 p.m. Central Time. So I could do an, a 7 or 8 o'clock. Uh, I could also do a 5 o'clock, too, to keep it really, fairly consistent. Would midweek work? Do Wednesdays work for you? Do you want something right there in the middle of the week to help you get through the rest of the week? Do you want to do the weekend? Would that work better? Hit me up and let me know your thoughts. Don's Pinball Podcast on Facebook. Put a link or put a words, put a comment down there. I believe humans call them. Um, or uh, email me directly at donspinballpodcast at gmail.com. So the Pinball Awards are going on right now. I'm about to go check those out. Number 81 on Apple Podcasts. It's mind-blowing to me uh, what has happened over the last month. And I'm not slowing down, friends. I have a lot of great ideas on things I'm doing. I got some new graphics in, and I'm going to make some graphic-themed merchandise. And, uh, you know, most people sell this stuff, but I feel like just giving it away. What? Also, remember, I am giving away my mod that I made for Rush. I believe it will work for the uh, Premium, the Pro, and I have it on the limited edition. Uh, these are the drumsticks holders. They're color-coded to match with the game. Uh, they hold two of the drumsticks that you can purchase on Amazon or elsewhere online. The Neil Pert edition. Um sticks they go right in there and they sit up there on the left side of the play field they look fantastic free mods who's giving out free mods the closest thing i can see to this is for sale on pin side for 30 dollars. but you listener can get my version for free it's a little simpler design than the other one that's available um from uh, rocket city pinball they're fantastic great guy love that dude i need to buy a start button uh for my godzilla so i'll give him a quick shout out but yeah if you want to have a free mod, if you want to have some stickers or t-shirts, stay tuned. But email and let me know. All right, it's time for the Pinball Awards. I'm going to go check that out and see if your boy can win himself a play field. Hopefully they haven't given it away yet. And if you do win one, congratulations, man. Go you. That's fresh. All right, I'll have some more content later in the week, buddies. Hit us up on the Facebook page. Good place to start. <laughs>